Welcome to the Make History Podcast. This is your host, Sean B. Make History Podcast is about self-progression, overcoming obstacles, and having the resilience not to give up, just to make history. The ups, the downfalls, these are our stories, our visions, and our conversations. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Make History Podcast. We are back again, and I have a special guest on today. Her name is Savannah Edge. What's going down? Sean, how you doing? What's up, Savannah? How you doing? doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So happy to be in this space with you today. Savannah, you are a advocate, you are a mother, and you are a nurse. You also fight for justice. And I know about you. Go ahead and let the audience know about you a little bit more than I do. Right. Well, my name is Savannah Eldridge. Um, as Sean said, I am a registered nurse, and I've enjoyed the profession of nursing for a little over 20 years now. Um, and recently, I um, started delving into um, criminal justice reform or um, just trying to make changes in the justice system uh, for people who are less fortunate. And I started that work based on um, some issues that my brother was having with the criminal justice system. Um, and it's been about six years now that I've been doing that work and I formed a nonprofit. Um, since then, be frank for justice in 2021. Nice, nice, nice. Now, there are so many things that we can say about this. That, you know, it's just out there in these streets, it's kind of hard. When you get in prison, uh, I just got to having an interview yesterday with a brother named Walt, uh, Walt Perry uh, that did some prison time himself, and he just uh, rehabilitated himself to get back into um, counsel. He became a councilman uh, twice here in, in San Antonio, uh, and it's it's crazy how you can rehabilitate from all that stuff. Now, in the program that you have for Frank or Be Frank for Justice, how did you come up with the name and what does it all stand for? So, uh, Be Frank, um, my bre- first of all, my brother, uh, who was directly impacted uh, by the justice system during the time of the formation of the organization, his name is Frank. Um, so, it's a uh, nomenclature for him but also just um encouraging like families and people who are impacted by the justice system to be frank and be honest about some of the things that we need to do as a community to make changes um for justice actually so criminal justice education justice housing justice even though um i predominantly work in the criminal justice realm we also do some things um, to try to make changes within health justice, housing justice, and education justice. But just depends upon what type of services our families need. Nice, nice, nice. Now, what would you say um, as far as like the benefits wise, can they get from the program or how does it work? Okay, well, um, when I first started the organization, um, I started a post-conviction initiative because uh, one of the things that I was trying to do was look into my brother's conviction, um, which the issue, the main issue with his conviction was the sentencing. And so looking into how many people um, actually suffer like trial penalty or excessive sentences under the three strikes law um, or the habitual offender statute here in Texas. Um, so we help people who are incarcerated um, put their briefs together. Now, we're not attorneys, so we're not able to give legal advice. Um, 
But for those folks who do have legal knowledge who are incarcerated or they have some support, we help them um, put their briefs together. Um, we have a program called Be Well um, that supports people with chronic diseases who are incarcerated um, who have questions about things like medication or, um, you know, chronic disease management. And we work with the prison system to try to be sure that any um, medical grievances are uh, resolved as well. Um, and additionally, we also have a Be Connected program that helps um, families and supports families with accommodation to visitation. Wow. <laughs> There's so many things that could be, you know, hashed out here. Um, so you also have grievance resolution and, and sister season. So how's that, uh, how's that work? And, and tell me more about those programs. Well, um, so the, uh, me being a nurse, I, I always wanted, um, or hope that I could use like my, uh, expertise to help people who are incarcerated. And, um, it's been, um, I kind of happened upon it. Uh, one of my clients was actually having, um, uh, issue with like delayed treatment within the prison. Um, the prison system, the Texas prison system does have a grievance process. However, it can be lengthy. Um, it's, it's kind of a waiting process for people that are incarcerated to get answers. And one of the things that we do is, um, build relationships with the healthcare, um, professionals within the prison, um, just to try to expedite that process, especially if it's, um, you know, if it's a priority or an emergency type situation. And so um, that it's been helpful. Um, we've been able to um, assist people with getting into surgery who had been waiting over, over a year uh, for surgery, which ne- wasn't necessarily emergent. However, they needed it. The patient was in pain. And I think sometimes it's hard to manage to care. There's over 100,000 people incarcerated in Texas prison system. So um, I also understand, you know, the demand on the healthcare staff to try to meet everybody's needs as well. Wow, wow, wow. Man, you've done so much. Um, and coming from where we came from, so I know that we're both natives of uh, CC Texas, so I know this. But at the same time, tell me what was that journey uh, coming from Corpus to San Antonio and learning about um, the educational uh, background for yourself as a nurse, how did that even come about? Well, um, I'm actually from Victoria, Texas. I went to Corpus Christi, Texas after um, my mom, well, my parents divorced, so I moved to Corpus Christi with my father while my mother was in recovery. And um, so I was his only daughter, not his only daughter, but I was the only girl in the household at the time trying to you know, navigate through teenagers and then, you know, with two males in the house. So there was a challenge there <laughs> on top of everything else. Um, but, you know, um, I went to Roy Miller High School um, and I actually graduated from Victoria High School in my senior year. And um, my father passed away when I was 18. And that's really what sparked me to um, want to go into the medical field, just trying to understand like what happened to him. Because we always have these you know, in our community, it's kind of like, oh, somebody is like, I hate to say the same, but like, drop dead. And I don't believe that people drop dead. There's a reason why people die. And so me trying to kind of fill that quest to find out what happened to my father is what um, sparked my interest in the medical field. Because initially, I wanted to be an architect. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And- so I, I did, I did, uh, I started as a CNA because I was a teen parent. Uh, 
had my daughter when I was 18, so went to CNA school, um, and then I went to LVN school, associate degree nurse, and bachelor's degree, and then I just worked my way up from there. Yes, yes. Wow. There's so much. There's so much about you. That's really cool, special. Now, my bad on the Victoria, Texas thing. I thought for sure it would be like in Rhythm Corpus. But at the same time, I like this. Can Victoria and Odom and all that stuff, can you just categorize that as Corpus? Well, <laughs> no. If you ask anybody from Victoria, no, we're not from Corpus. <laughs> <laughs> Corpus is definitely South Texas. I think uh, people in Victoria would... Um, akin themselves to Houston before they said Corpus. That is true. But no, I mean, it's, it's closer, but uh, Corpus is more South Texas. Right. <laughs> now, I, I dig that. And, uh, not you know, not everybody, you know, represents CC. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. You know, it is what it I is. I don't mind. I loved growing up in Corpus Christi. I loved um, the community. But it, it'll confuse people if I, <laughs> if I say, oh, I was born, you know. But I definitely, I feel like, and I was just talking about this, I feel like my community is where I lay my roots. And so, um, you know, I have roots there. I have roots in Victoria. And, uh, you know, everywhere where I've decided to leave little pieces of me. So that's where I'm from, actually. Nice, nice. So what's going on October 14th? What's happening on that day? October 14th is uh, the Breaking Change Rally in um, Alabama. It's in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, the incarcerated individuals in Alabama um, started a work strike on September 26th uh, in response to um, deplorable conditions and inhumane treatment in, within the Alabama Department of Corrections. And um, this is a supportive rally with organizations and community members on the outside or out in the community um, for this continued work strike, which is on day 13, I believe. Um, so we'll be gathering there in Montgomery, Alabama, outside the Alabama State Capitol. Wow, wow, wow. And you also became a board of directors uh, at Texas Inmates, Families, and Associations. So how did that go? And how did you get um, so involved in that? Well, one of the things about this community is, you know, you, you have capabilities to network. And uh, Texas Incarcerated Families Association, TIFA, it's actually... Uh, one of the largest uh, family support groups for um, incarcerated individuals' families in the state of Texas. And um, actually, a lot of the board members um, I had connected with in other work that I was doing with Be Frank for Justice, my interest is it's always not just incarcerated people, but supporting their families, because I believe, like, I have a saying that the families are the first responders, right? And so, um, with all the focus on reentry for formerly incarcerated people, we also have to support the family members that are there and supporting them because we don't want to deplete them either, right? Um, while people are coming out in the community, um, most of them, like, with barriers and issues, whether it's trauma or, you know, housing, education barriers, the families have to be there and support them too. So we want to make sure that they're okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I serve on the board of directors for TIFA is what we call it. I'm also a steering committee member for uh, the Statewide Leadership Council. Uh, I serve on the American Criminal Justice uh, Consortium uh, for Criminal Justice Health. Uh, so I'm doing quite a few things, but anything that I can do to help 
my community, that's what I'll do. Wow. Wow. You've done so much in so many ways and so many things. Uh, what do you think is your most proudest accomplishment at this point right now? Uh, my most proudest accomplishment is just being able, hearing people associate my organization with my name. And I think it's because I pretty much started from scratch. I didn't know what I was doing. I really didn't know where I would fit in this work, right? Being a nurse and like, if this was something that I was going to be able to even be, um, I guess I could say successful at, or, you know, I wasn't sure how I could help people, but I think it's just a testament that like I'm in, going in the right direction and, um, you know, I'm on the right path. So that's one of my most recent uh, proud moments and I'll forever be um, proud of that. Yeah, I know. So how do you manage doing that and managing to be a mom and things like that? How does that balance out? Well, um, it's time consuming. Um, but, you know, I I do believe that uh, criminal justice work um, intersects a lot um, with like daily life. Right. And and the other thing about it is like the health work that's needed. It intersects with public health and I think a lot of people miss that like um, the most of the people and I'll say the statistic says that 95% of the people who are incarcerated will return home so it's not like something extra that I'm doing you know I a lot of people in my community you know one in three African Americans or black men will go to prison or jail so um, you know educating my community educating my family about, you know, the ways that we can stay out of the courtroom. It's part of my nonprofit, but it's also a part of, you know, like just being a family member, right? Being a team member. And so I just look for ways that I can incorporate um, and and also like work towards um, merging and intersecting everything that I do because it's really not separate, even though people think, you know, you work in medical, you do criminal justice work. There's so many areas in which all those things intersect. And also, like, I mean, if you're an advocate, um, you're forever going to be an advocate. Like, as a nurse, I was a patient advocate. You know, I'm an advocate for people who are incarcerated, but, you know, I'm still an advocate. And it's, it's just a way of life. It's not really, it's not, I don't look at it as a job. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's it's part of your everyday routine now. It's just the way you live. And it's, uh you know, it's a nine to, well, I, I don't know. It's I wouldn't call it nine to five, right? It will be like 24-7. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I have a nine to five. Okay. I, I still work in the nursing administration role. Um, so I have a nine to five, it, but it is like a full-time job because, you know, after those hours, I'm always coordinating you know, what types of events we can participate in and how we can help our community, whether it's through, you know, community events or give backs or, you know, letter writing campaigns, just different things. And I think the the virtual world has made has made it a lot easier for me to get started, you know, in, in the um, Zoom season and all that. It's made it really easy for me to be supportive um, and not have to be so hands-on, you know, or present physically you know right wow 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 well i'm gonna say a statement and you're gonna tell me 
uh, what it meant. You said that I'm the type of flower that can still grow without uh, with the forest fire. What does that mean to you? I'm the type of fire. Well, you know, I've, I've been through quite a bit of adversity. And um, I think even in short term, um, I always hope that I can look back and see the progress that I've made in life, right? And um, so no matter what's happened, no matter what's going on, it's all about being optimistic, right, and looking for, looking at how you can move forward past those adversities. I don't think there's anybody um, in the world that hasn't been met with adversity, no matter if it's small or large, but um, just being able to, like, reevaluate and see what you can take out of it so you can still move forward. Because I believe that we'll all, like, everybody in life faces some type of adversity. Um, but it's just about how you cope with it. Yeah, it's one of those things we do. We have to make some kind of way, somehow, some way, find the strength to overcome these obstacles. And I think that's what that's what I'm, you know, that's what this is all about. You know, that's why we're trying to get the message out there and trying to get people like yourself who are doing very well in their life uh, to get to that level and to see where you've been and where you've gone through and that you're able to share your story and your journey with this. And that's important. And I'm just proud of you. Honestly, I'm just 100% proud of you uh, of all the things that you've been through. You know, um, you've been through some adversities. You've been through a lot of education, like 100%. Like you're like in store type education, like, like you're like resource, uh, you're just resource central at this point right now. Like, what what, was, what would be your next vision for yourself? Well, my next vision for myself is, um, I think I'm trying to um, cycle out of hospital nursing um, and really be able to focus on improving health outcomes for incarcerated families. Um, I do have a hope to be able to go to law school. Um, I've already passed my LSAT, but it's just, you know, making the time and having capacity because that's a whole other, you know, it's a whole other sector, right? Um, but yeah, I just hope to keep on learning, keep, keep on growing, be able to support my community and then, um, you know, support myself. So just educational growth, hopefully I'll be able to uh, go to law school and then maybe one day, um, I'll be able to open a transitional living home. Wow. Wow. So let's say the community now, you do so many things for the community. How much uh, has the community uh, paved the way afterwards, after you've served their resources? Have you seen any results from anything yet? Um, I'm sorry. I didn't catch that last part. Uh, have you, have you uh, seen any results from, I guess, from the programs? From, oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, from our programs within Be Frank, uh, we've been able to um, supply five people who are needing wheelchairs um, within the community. We've been able to supply um, or assist with um, medication pay for 27 people um, coming out of prison. And what happens is, you know, um, the prisons give, people um, so much of medical supply and then you know they've got to find a community provider and sometimes there's a lag in that especially during COVID when people were having um, trouble getting 
to a healthcare provider because doctor's offices were closed. So we were able to help um, 27 people with a medication copay. We were able to use doctor on demand um, so that 60 people actually could um, see a healthcare provider um, in the interim until they were able to get to, um, you know, get some type of community coverage, whether it was through Marketplace or SSI, Medicaid, you know, any of those different types of government assistance programs. Um, still working on getting more um, paid employees, but um, I believe that it's coming. But the biggest growth has been in our volunteers, which I'm super proud of. Um, it's always, always um, a blessing when people donate their time um, to help you. Um, and people have been gracious um, enough to believe in what I'm doing and, uh, you know, donate their time to help me help yeah, other people. It is a blessing for real. I love that. I love that, Savannah. That's awesome. I, that, I mean, that is so great for real. Like so much. And, and it's needed. Like you can never run out of medicine and and the law for sure <laughs> those two things are going to be like on point at all times and somebody's going to need them period bottom line i believe that well it's that time again it's called remake history and if you had a chance to talk to your 14 to 20 year old self what would you say to yourself then that will make a difference now just keep going <laughs> That's my only advice. Just keep going. There are so many times, especially your younger stuff, where you can't see the forest for the trees. Um, you know, and in that adversity, sometimes you just want to give up. And, um, you, you know, you just got to keep going and believe in yourself when nobody else will. Nice. Nice. Now, also, too, uh, does Savannah have a special talent that nobody knows about? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, so, um, no, I don't have a special talent. I, I don't think I do. Um, some people say, no, I, I really don't. My talent is helping people, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Well, uh, well, how about this? Have you had a chance to, you know, tell the person that's kind of following your footsteps right now? Uh, you know, they see your, they see this program. Uh, they hear it and they're like, man, I'm really inspired. You know, what would you tell that up and coming person? Um, so how, how would they follow your footsteps? Um, how would they follow my footsteps? Um, again, like first thing, keep going. And you always have to align yourself um, with people who believe in your vision. And there's so many people um, that will oppose so many negative people, so many naysayers. But you have to align yourself with people who actually support you, not just in word, but in action. Um, because there will be days when you're building business and, you, you know, you're trying to further yourself uh, where you want to give up because you don't see, you know, you don't see the progress, right? Um, but you have to align yourself with a support system. Um, no matter what you do, that's the only way. Um, you're going to be successful. So get the right people in your circle, no matter how small it is. Great. That's a awesome. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think that would be also a good, uh, what would you say will be a word of the wise that would come from a, a, a medical physician and uh, a justice uh, person as well? A word to the wise. 
Um, I think for med- from a medical person, um, right now, wash your hands. <laughs> like, outside of everything, there's so much stuff going on, and I'm always telling people, like, you know, COVID is dwindling down. Wash your hands and always be a student. That's mm. the other thing. No matter what you're doing, you're forever a student because we all have something to learn. Um, and if you want to be better, um, you can't do that without being in a constant learning mode. So um, any opportunity that you have to learn, you know, take it. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Savannah, it was awesome. It's a great, great, great. I know you're a busy person, but I know I want you to get your information out there ASAP and uh, go ahead and let them know how to get in contact with you and how to uh, get in contact with the dot org. Okay. My name is Savannah Eldridge on Facebook uh, at Savannah one, two, one, four on Instagram. Our website for be Frank for justice is be Frank, the number four justice.org. And you can find be Frank on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you heard it here, guys. Y'all reach out and get that justice. Got him. Let's get it. Thank you for checking out the Make History Podcast. Please take the time out to like, share, and subscribe to hear our next episodes. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you're listening. <laughs>